I basically had to cheat to win there. Yeah, you basically... Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Hey, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to another edition of Thrifty Secondhand Shopping for Worm People. Us two are here. Yep, the OG quarantine of Toddy and Josh Last Call Larkin, who's to my left. How are you doing, Josh? I think we would have a more original name, and I'm disappointed that quarantine is the best you did coming up with it. I'm not just a Huns guy. I'm not like the two things I just, I mean, I'm bad at everything, but the two things I just cannot do puns and um impressions i cannot do impressions for the life of me if you gave me a million dollars and gave me like the easiest person to mimic i wouldn't be able to do it whatsoever i don't think i've ever in all the time i've known you ever heard you well i have heard you attempt to do like you know the ghost the The vampire yeah the vampire if you remember for the halloween episodes when i try to do those voices they're terrible they are now if you name someone specific even worse so that's just not my strong suit. But we are the quarantine, and we've been quarantining together. Um, Max, the dog, is with us as well. He just got a, a bath, and he went to bed. So uh, it's just the boys now. Yeah, he is officially a toddler. Even though the sun is still up, it's a bit of an earlier episode, and the sun is setting later, so it times out with that. But Max is already sleepy. And uh, thanks again to everybody who joined the Thrifty Discord. Um, if you haven't done that yet, go to at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram and jump in and start chatting away. It's been a lot of fun in there. Um, shout out right away. Somebody in the Discord today uh, listened to the episode from last week, and we were talking about Goofish, the Power Rangers villain. And uh, Goofish, actually, uh, and I learned this information from the Discord, um, he has a weird history, and even for Power Rangers, one of the very few monsters in the Power Rangers history to never appear in the Japanese counterpart Super Sentai, which is where they got all that... All the footage. All the footage from. Everything that wasn't a white kid in high school was from the Japanese just hold right over and so i guess we as in the united states i guess we did the like the the filming of the goofish stuff so it was here and like everything else was like somewhere else i think they did that for a couple of them i don't think it was just goofish but i think there were just a couple like specific americanized and i love the goofish we're just like yeah goofish and uh there's also uh we have like a thrift finds 
channel in there too and uh, we got it's a it's rainbow time shirt which is just a purple shirt with a clock face scrolling up there's just a bunch to get involved with so uh yeah oh here's a betty boop shirt betty boop playing baseball who loves that everybody is the answer that's that's a particular era that was like a good like two-year run where those shirts that was the whole like bugs bunny looney tunes sports like the b-ball boys yeah yeah with the, the saggy pants like yeah the backwards hats and with the with the the uh cartoon on the front and then the ass of them on the back so your ass their ass was above your ass it was the only time taz would ever stand still a taz ass. like yeah and they're like who should we get the model how about the little one that just spins around all the time like yeah we're gonna show his stand ass. still show mm-hmm. his cute little ass uh, so we got a, a pretty cool episode planned. Uh, it's a little bit different than all the Oops All Games episodes so far because there uh, is a surprise gift. It's a, uh, uh, Josh has given me a gift. It's in uh, eBay wrapping. It's half open. I'm going to do that for the second segment of the show today. Uh, we're going to bump the retail chain, and the second act of the show today is going to be vintage versus modern. We're doing two of those. Um, But we're going to start off the show, as we have been usually doing, with Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. Check. One, two. Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. Now, for new listeners to the show, Thrifty Thrivia Trivia is a multiple-choice answer game. Uh, we scour the inter- internet based on our thrift haul, but unfortunately, with us being inside, we have to use old thrift hauls. So these questions that we ask each other are questions based on the items we usually have. But we're going to bring out an old school one um, that we haven't used that I've had in my room and I've used other ones of this before. But we're going to look at a Randy Macho Man Savage Bastion Brawler from 1998 was created by toy biz and what that is is basically a little man that you can beat up who's a pillow these were i had one it wasn't a macho man i had i think i've talked about it at Mm -hmm. length because i loved him then yeah (laughs) then it was the ultimate warrior Mm -hmm. uh and I would, you know, like put him on a beanbag and jump off the staircase and like all that fun stuff. Yeah, mine didn't talk, which is much like yours now. He yeah. was built to talk, but he just doesn't. Yeah, some of their talk boxes sometimes, the, you know, the batteries just go. So you find them and you you punch them because when you punch them, they usually give you some sounds. Sometimes all you got to do is replace the batteries and you're good as new. Sometimes you just don't. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> Those WCW ones have the weird noses on them. That's where, a great like, point. It That's just looks point. like one testicle, like, pulled yeah. off their face. It's the like, only thing 3D about them, because they're just, like, pillow people and then a honker. And then a, just a big bulb yeah. on their head. And, like, no wrestling move really requires you to grab somebody by the nose. And it's not like there's even, like, a mechanical device in the nose. So if you grab the nose, he's not like, ow, my nose. Yeah. and Fuck, they, my nose. <laughs> I don't think I don't remember. Do the WCW ones? Do they actually have like uh, curved feet? Because the WWF pillows were just straight. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was just like the the same pretty much. Put that money into the feet. Like I don't need a nose. <laughs> that's prime feet money. That's well, if yeah, you remember, that's they didn't money. have fingies either. They didn't have fingers. Well, yeah, but I mean, like you don't need. You can do a hand. Like yeah, that's adequate. A club but hand, like yeah. a foot, that's an ankle. That's just an ankle with a shoe painted on it. <laughs> like unless it curves, it's not really a foot. But we have the uh, uh, Macho Man here with us tonight, and no, I'm not going to do a Macho Man impression. I was just shooting the shit. That's not why I'm doing this, but um, be a man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was about to get into it. Um. So the Macho Man. Um. Before we get into the trivia question, real quick, the Macho Man obviously was a wrestler. If you don't know the Macho Man, I don't know what to tell you at this point. But uh, some people do not know this that in 2003 he put together a, a an album, a rap album called Be a Man. Yeah, mostly diss tracks at Hulk Hogan because he legitimately real life hated him mm-hmm. um, and decided to rap about it. Yeah, um, and the the title track, Be a Man, is about Hogan. Um, there's a goodbye song to uh, Mr. Perfect called The Perfect Friend. So it's like a sentimental ba- ballad about a man missing another man. Was Miss Elizabeth dead in 2003, or did she die later? I think, like, right there. Like, in that, right there, 2003, okay. 2004. I feel like she could have gotten a song, like, a couple she months earlier. If, if it was, in fact, the case. So, I thought that it could be uh, cool, before I go into my Macho Man questions, I brought up the lyrics to Be a Man uh, by Macho Man Randy Savage, and... Um, I, I'm just going to uh, kind of spit them to you um, because I can't use an MP3 of this because that's illegal. So we'll, uh, But this is the Hogan disc, if you're ready for it. Yeah, it's poetry. We're critiquing it, and I think that's fair. Okay. Um, ha, Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulkster, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward. And then it starts off because that's a little like that's like a little intro that's, piece. Yeah, that's the, like, they come the lead-in. Yeah. Hot diggity damn, Hulk. I'm glad you set it off. Used to be a hard Hulk. Now you done turn soft. Dueling television commercials I seen ya. Dancing in tights is a ballerina. I knew all along you had those tendencies. Because you've been running from macho like I got a disease. Dude, please. Your pay-per-view event was a joke. You're avoiding Randy Savage because you know you'll get smoked. Come on the phony fight. The Rock spanked you fast. But when I challenged Hogan to a real fight, he passed. I called him out, but the punk was scared to go. It was a charity event, but the Hulk didn't show. Hollywood Hulkster, you're at the end of your rope, and I'm going to kick you in the butt and wash your mouth out with soap. Because Roddy Dangerfield, you get no respect. So come on, Hulk, let's wreck so I could put you in check. And that's the first verse. There's multiple, but then the hook is just merely be a man, Hulk. Come on, don't be scared. You're running from macho. That's what I heard. Be a man, Hogan. Don't be a chump. I never thought of Hulk would go out like a punk. So um, that was some beautiful poetry by the late, great Randy Savage. He was a much better wrestler than a rapper. And uh, I think we can all agree that. You know, most of us actually are better wrestlers than we are rappers. Now, we stink at wrestling, but I bet you more people stink at, at, at rapping than wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... You can get better with practice at either, and he just didn't bother with rapping. Like no, I don't. Well, I guess in his in his defense, he didn't really have to. No, he just <laughs> at that point in time, he wasn't doing much else. He wasn't no. like because WCW had gone under, yeah. and he was just like, 
whatever. But check out uh, Be a Man 2003, Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, so the question I have for Thrivia, I have two questions. Uh, in 1996, Randy started to pursue TV gigs as an actor. In which show did Randy first appear in as himself in 1996? So uh, the Macho Man... Uh, Got into TV. He did some TV stuff. Where was his first appearance? And he appeared in in this as himself. As himself. A, Dexter's Laboratory. B, Mad About You. C, Walker, Texas Ranger. D, none of these. It wasn't any of these. None of the above. A, Dexter's Lab. B, Mad About You. C, Walker, Texas Ranger. D, none of the above. Randy Savage. Where did he first appear on TV in '96, what? Are, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? See, I don't, I don't remember any of these. I remember the shows, of course. I didn't really watch any of these shows, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mad About. I don't know who watched Mad About You, other than like everybody's like grandparents. Um, Maybe that's why you didn't see him in it. Paul Reiser's family. Maybe that's why you didn't see it in it. It's it's possible. Um. I think Dexter's Lab is like interesting one, right? The most likely of the candidates. Although I do remember Walker Texas Ranger doing a lot of wrestling cameos. There was a bunch in there. Yeah, uh, or is it none? Or is it z- zero? And because of my uncertainty, because of I can't decide between the three. I'm going to slip into D. I'm going to go none of the above because I can't decide on any of the above. So, so I'm gonna you go think with, that I'm going to I w- I'm going to D you this early in the game? I just think that there's so many potential shows that he could have been on in 1996. So none of them are none of them then. N- I'm going to go none of them, although I think Walker is the most likely one because I think it was on TNT, which was a Turner network, which had Macho Man's contract. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I... So are you sure? I mean, it's you could go see if you'd like. No, I'm going to stick with the... uh, Just because I think they may have owned the the Cartoon Network. Okay. Um, So in 96... Uh, Randy Macho Man Savage uh, dove into TV. Where did he first appear? A. Dexter's Lab. B. Mad About You. C. Walker, Texas Ranger. Or D. None of the above. The correct answer? I did D you. I D you real quick. It's D. None of the above. Oh, wow. Um, The correct answer was Baywatch. 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 You could have put Baywatch in there, and I still would have guessed D. So, uh, so uh, Dexter's Lab... True story, yes. Uh, Mad About You, true story, yes. They were just not first. The question is, what's first? You got sneaky with that, and I still... And Walker, Walker, Texas Ranger, I knew that wrestlers were always on that program. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. So that's completely made up. See, you you went too... As soon as you went too ballsy with it, you're like, on this, on this, could have been... Well, I know what's going on. Um, before recording in our Discord, uh, DJ Lil, who's uh, uh, sometimes on the show, was on the show last week. Um, it was posted by you in the Discord that DJ Lil sent you a text because she knew that we were recording this evening and said that team uh, – so there's a, a little conspiracy here. It's not a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a, a friendship. Cons- little 
<laughs> little conspiracy here. I think it's the same thing Nixon said too, though. <laughs> to be fair, but no, yeah. it's yeah. She had said that like, hey, you know, she was rooting on Team L. Uh-huh. She was gonna bet some money on it, and like last she had call, Lil Team L rooted okay. for it before, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't encourage it, but I do feel pressure this evening. Well, you are uh, up one zip, so you could hit me with my trivia so, question. I wanted to go with my favorite, one of my favorite questions ever, which is the, how did they die? Um, how did they die? However, I could not find any information about how this individual died. And this was the founder of Goodwill. Oh, okay. Yeah, the reverend who founded Goodwill. Okay. Um, his name is not relevant because I couldn't find out how he died. But what I did find out, from the actual Goodwill website is that three years after his wife died in 1980, or I'm sorry, 1898, his wife died. Okay. And three years later, he married one of her relatives. And this was the founder of Goodwill. This is the guy who started, the reverend who started Goodwill. His wife died of tuberculosis and in he moved 1898. On. Yeah. He waited three years and married one of her relatives so the question is what was the relation okay that's interesting so the founder of goodwill left his dead wife for a relative he didn't leave her she was there i mean unless you sit by the dirt all day yeah but i'm not leaving my dead wife if i ever get one (laughs) max didn't even look up for that no no. Okay, so what uh what was the relation? Yeah, of? so was it A, he married her cousin, B, he married her sister, or C, he married her first daughter, or <laughs> I saw your face on that. First do. Oh, I mean it's 1901. Yeah. Uh or D, none of the above. I'm making a gross face like, "Oh, people don't have Oh, Dudes out there always like Jerry G, Jerry Lee Lewis, pederast, and everybody loves him. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the first one was cousin. The second one was sister. The third one was daughter. Her first daughter, because they had children daughter. together. Yeah. Her first daughter. And then D, none of the above. D, none of the above. Um, the first daughter one seems peculiar because that is some prime material there because that is terrible and that is shocking and that is goodwill. Um, I deed you pretty quick this week. I don't think you have it in you to, to do that again. Well, cause you got me last time. Um, cousin seems like a, a possible possible. Cause you hear about that stuff a bunch. Cousin lovers. <laughs> yeah. Cousin lovers <laughs> out there. Like you hear about those cousin lovers. <laughs> You hear about... Uh, I actually knew somebody. I grew up with somebody. Everybody's somebody's cousin. I grew up with somebody who was, like, making eyes at, like, a second cousin. And I was like, I cannot live in this town anymore. <laughs> no. I had a cousin who was, like, a porn star who was in nudie mags. And my nan was like, hey, your cousin's in Playboy. Look. And I was like, nah. I don't hey. want to. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with C, first daughter. Um, the guy from Goodwill left his dead wife for um, his uh, first uh, first daughter. Well, it is 1901, and tuberculosis took the first wife, but it 
was not her first daughter. He, she never had a first daughter. They were childhood sweethearts. Oh. Uh, she was never married before, but after she died, oh. he married her sister. Ugh. I thought that one was crazy enough that you just might go for it. Because 1901, like, you know, settling down before the Dust Bowl. Yeah, that's not good. Um, That is not good that he had done that. And I'll tell you what, it's also not good for me because I'm down 1-0. That's okay. I think you could come back on the second one. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so the the first one we talked about was uh, uh, where uh, Macho Man first was in TV. Um, here is a, a another macho fact that maybe um, maybe a lot of folks may or may not know. Um, what major league baseball team signed Randy out of high school in 1971? So in 1971, he was signed, and I believe actually I'll just say I think he was signed as a catcher. I think. I think I might know the answer to this. I have like I have seen the picture. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if I can match the logo that's in my foggy memory. Gotcha. Um, so uh, in 1971, what Major League Baseball team signed Randy Savage? A, St. Louis Cardinals. B, Cincinnati Reds. C, Texas Rangers. D, none of these. None of the above. I think... Think. I don't know if you realize, but Walker, Texas Ranger, was C last time. And this one, uh, there is Texas Rangers at C. That was on purpose. I think that's because you made C up for both of them. Um, Could possibly be. I'm going to go with A, Ooh. the St. Louis Cardinals. The Redbirds. That's um, uh, Being in Pittsburgh here, that's usually who beats our ass 26 times a year yeah because i think the logic with this one is that that's the correct one because you deed me on the first one and you're mm-hmm. not going to double d me um i don't see me double so d i think a is the correct answer you went with cincinnati reds because you know i have a foggy memory and i would try to match the logo so you picked the red one another baseball one you know another you and know. texas rangers also red yeah texas and rangers and texas so i think that's it and i think mm-hmm. a is the correct answer Okay. Um, I'm gonna look like a fool if I'm wrong. <laughs> um. Well, let's let. I'll say this. Um. So one of those is completely bogus. Well, two of those is completely bogus. It's not none of the above. That one's bogus. And the Texas Rangers also bogus. Um. Now the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds. He played for both of their teams. Both of them. So, um. He was on both of their squads once upon a time. But the first squad he was on in 1971, St. Louis Cardinals. Two out of two. So Not a good start for me. Lil wins whatever she had bet on this, uh, which is really good because mm-hmm. I don't want Lil coming for my kneecaps. Uh, yeah. But I think you have a chance for redemption because not only do you have in a life? gift. In life? Oh, in the game. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. Let's stop on that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, not happening. No, uh, well, I, I bought you a present to cheer you up for your life. Um, okay. And also, this question leads into this present a little bit. Okay, so you have a present that you're going to, to give me, but this question, so should I take the question as I open the present or take the question first, then present? I think you should, like, open the present, like, behind your back, okay. uh, like, while you're answering the question, and gotcha. then, like, time it to pull it out so it's very dramatic. 
Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, also, it's in a plastic bag, and it may rustle. Okay, that's fine. Uh, no, we could get it rustling. All right, I it is prepare it. It is a wrestling. I think it. it oh, looks there you like go. It, You're perfect. That's it looks like. I think it's it's either a it's either a rectangle like box or a tape. It's it, one of the two. It's a book. It's a book. No, it's not a okay. book. I know you don't read. Uh, I do, but okay. Well, go they don't on. make comics that shape. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Goose, goosebumps. Ouch. Goosebumps are that shape. <laughs> Just bully me. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, the game went easily yeah. this week, so I didn't have to. Okay, um, so I have it in my left hand. It's not out of the package, but I'm holding it. Okay. So this is wrestling related, and you hit me with some WCW, some Macho Man. Mm -hmm. One place he wasn't was ECW, which I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And in 1997, ECW finally did their first official pay-per-view. Everything up to that point was technically a, quote, super card. So So what? Okay. So in 97, ECW finally does their first pay-per-view. ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling first pay per view. What was the name of the very first official pay per view? Was it ECW? A Hardcore Heaven, B November to Remember, C Wrestlepalooza '97, D None of the Above. So A was the panic that washed over your face with this is tremendous. So the first. ECW pay-per-view in 1997, Extreme Championship Wrestling, so hardcore wrestling, people jumping off of ladders, eating barbed wire, exploding, all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, trash cans, barbed wire baseball bats, mm-hmm. the whole nine. The and, whole nine. And they had already ramped it up, so they'd already been yeah. doing that stuff for like two years uh, at this point in time at least. So A is, again... Hardcore Heaven. Hardcore Heaven. B, November, November to, to Remember. remember. C, C Wrestlepalooza 97. Or D, none of the D, above. D, none of the above. I'll tell you what. So what I'm presuming then is what I'm holding in my hand is that. Is that correct? No. It's not correct. Okay. No. So I, I don't I know what I'm holding I yet. said it's a lead-in. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the the okay. giveaway. Yeah, well, I'm saying I don't know what it is. Okay, yeah, this so way there's two surprises. There's disappointment and then joy when you get whatever it actually okay. is. So let's. Uh, I don't think any of them. I really don't think any of them. And I think what I thought is if you had said it, that I would click on it in my brain. And A is the closest thing. So I think the wording in a hardcore heaven is that correct? Yeah, hardcore heaven ninety seven. I think it was something like that, but it wasn't that. So I'm gonna say D. None of the above. None of those are the actual title for ECW's first pay per view in ninety seven. What was the title? What are you coming up with <sighs> as the Booker of ECW? If it's none of those three, I swear it was hardcore something. It was something. It was hardcore something. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of all like uh, the bigger shows. What I'm actually trying to think of is who is in that championship match. Like who is? I'm sure the title was on it. Oh, one of the same four guys it always was. Yeah, I'm sure. But that's why I'm like I kind of connect the people main eventing with their show. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna say D none of the above though. Well, these were all real shows yes, they that were. they had put on in '97. 
I think the show that you're thinking about is barely legal. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Is that it? That is it. And yes, it's the, okay, none okay. of the above. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, you end up getting that one. But that is okay. not barely legal. That is something maybe All right, a little here bit goes. better. So, so, I got a point. So, I got D, none of the above, barely legal. And I'm taking it out of here. It has a signature on it. Wow, that's even early. Okay, I see who the signature is. That's fun. Okay. So what I have in my left hand, which I'm extremely excited about, is Extreme Championship Wrestling VHS um, Heat Wave 1995. And so what this is, this is a tape that's just in a, a completely white case with a little window. And in the window of the case, you could read the tape. And it is signed by hardcore legend Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> yeah, who at Heatwave 95 hit the chair shot around the world when he had Raven yep. handcuffed to the cage and he smashed See, him. See, that's what I was trying to remember who who main evented the first one, yeah. Uh, I don't remember who main evented the first Barely Legal. I didn't mm-hmm. look uh, up yeah. of that information, but I happen to see that uh, as I was thrifting along eBay since we can't go out. This is a really cool get, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, I happened to see that, and that falls into two of your wheelhouses where it's a vintage wrestling tape, Mm -hmm. and it happens to have a little signature on it. So I thought, why not? So I think it's really, yeah, it's an extreme championship wrestling ECW tape with Tommy Dreamer signature. Yeah, and I had taken a look at it, and then... uh, I watch list a lot of things on eBay, and a lot of times, once you get a couple watchers, somebody will throw out a little offer. Mm-hmm. So the seller had actually mm-hmm. tossed out an offer, um, and the offer was considerably less than what they had originally asked, and so I snatched it up. Okay. Well, that's uh, it's like an incredible get, especially for like in the shape it's in. I wonder what year Tommy Dreamer signed it. I like to think that it was then, but probably not because mm-hmm. that would have had to have been like. And Tommy Dreamer is like at every like really subpar like show. He is, but that's one. He's of such the, a uh, nice guy, though. Everybody says he's such a nice guy. Yeah, that's one of the original tapes, though. So mm-hmm. you know, if you bought that tape at one of the shows, Tommy Dreamer was probably there because he was always there. From the thrifty account, I'm going to hit up Tommy Dreamer. And send him a picture of this and see if he could tell me when he has signed it. Because I bet you he will get back to me, but it will take like 41 hours. Tell him you're a friend of Chris Gethard and oh, you're oh. already in. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> they just <laughs> yeah. did the interview. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I can just do that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know about this signature. I guess I can just do that. <laughs> I hate it. But yeah. Yep. I'm definitely absolutely in the first sentence going to say it. It's only necessary because it's Tommy Dream. Although maybe not because Tommy Dreamer is not very busy right now. Yeah, uh, I don't think any. I mean, of he's the got. I think he's got kids, on. but I don't think they're yeah. little kids. So he's probably just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Well, so far you're up two to zero. Um, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to end this episode with vintage versus modern. So um, to beat you down two to one, there's two more points. Um, I got to get both of these and just hope you just don't get, I mean, I can tie you, but 
I it's been a while since I've got a clean win. We've tied a lot. I think there's a considerable chance that you could because these are not nearly as weird as the Reverend Marion his and his childhood sweetheart sister. His sister wife. Yeah. yeah, after 50 years he's like, "All right, we can finally do it." So we'll take a quick commercial break, Thrifty Podcast. Stay tuned. the second act of the show so far josh last call larkin up um in this twisted game um <laughs> two two to one oops i'm winning oops all games um so since uh it's a time of uncertainty right now we've, we've just been uh, playing games quietly uh in our quarantine so um we're gonna continue that but um it's been pretty lonely and i consider myself a pretty lonely guy but it's been even it's even been lonelier so the big news that's dropping as i I told you before i'm officially adopting a cat yeah it is about time we've all encouraged you on and off (laughs) at times to get a cat you know it's been mentioned here and there yeah um you do well with a cat i mean Mm -hmm. you don't like dogs except for max uh, yeah, there's there's a few dogs I have met that I do like though, but yeah, Max is 
something. He's yeah, just something else. But I think you're you're a cat guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And cats are wonderful. I never wanted a cat until I got a cat accidentally, and I love my cat very much and still do. And if she passes. Uh, I will get another cat, but I'm happy you have your cat already picked out, too. I have my cat already picked out. Um, the Black Cat Market, um, Short King Prin, who helps with the, the show a lot. Um, there has been a, a cat at the Black Cat Market um, a while ago. Um, his name was Hex, and I, I wasn't thinking about adopting a cat or anything like that. And then I met Hex, and I was like... You know what? I want this guy. I remember you had fallen for Hex. And I, I was big. Yeah, it broke my heart. I'll be real about that. It did because I really was like, I didn't want a cat until I saw Hex, the cat. And I was like, but um, but no, it, it's fine, though, because Hex went to like a very good home. And it was just basically somebody got all the paperwork in before I did. No big yeah, deal. Just, but I had I had bought all this cat stuff. And I was ready for a cat. Like, I had the, the, the thing. And then I just gave it away afterwards because I was like, I'm never going to. I'll never love somebody like I love Tex. Yeah. And so, um, but uh, I, I got pictures sent to me. Uh, he has one ear. Um, he, uh, he has one ear. He was a, uh, in a hoarding situation. He was all hoarded up. And he was being eaten alive by bugs. And, um, so, uh, they, uh, Frankie's friends, who's the partner with Black Cat Market, Frankie's friends, uh, uh, cleaned him up. Um, he had to get rid of his ear. Um, and so I will, uh, I will be welcoming him into the family. And the reason why I was alerted is because I call everybody brother. And I guess this cat is named brother brother it's perfect <laughs> for you brother so it's just i i could just i was you got to think i was going to call him brother anyway and it's wrestling adjacent sure you're gonna come in you're gonna be like oh come on brother you're making such a mess brother uh, brother like i say that all the time i guess I, I do say it a lot more than i think I you do. say brother a lot yeah so i have uh i'm gonna be welcoming brother the cat so there'll be some uh updates uh on brother i'm i'm picking him up uh well, we are recording on a Wednesday, so I'm picking up on Thursday. So by the time this episode is out, I have brother. You'll have <laughs> brother within 24 hours of now. And if you're on the Thrifty Discord, you'll be able to see him because we have a pets little channel. Yeah, we have in a there. pet. Yeah, we have a pets uh, little pet pet area. Uh, I don't know what the uh, what the proper terms for channel. Discord. I'm still learning this, and, and I'm old. Um, channel. So, yeah, is it a channel thread? Mm-hmm. Channel. Yeah. Okay. So Discord, and then we have a, a separate channel for pet picks. And I've noticed that uh, Discord uh, person Jack Phelps, Jack's, Jack Phelps, longtime friend in the Discord, uh, he just got a new cat, and it has a lot of ears. It has huge. It's a huge ears. It's a very pointy-eared cat. Pointy-eared uh. cat. And now we're gonna introduce a new cat, and it has. One ear. I don't think I've posted a picture of my cat in the pet that channel, could be fun. but uh, I think Layla posted her cat, and mm-hmm. her cat looks just like my cat, so it's pretty sufficient. There you are. Yeah. It's a little, a little olive. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my cat is much thinner, uh, but it doesn't photograph as equally as well. So, um, yeah, so hop in the Thrifty Discord, but I have, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm hoping that I have Brother the Cat right now. So be like, hey, what up? What's up, brother? I'll show you a pic. Um, so we're going to get into the second half of this show. Vintage versus modern. Vintage versus modern. 
Now, for new listeners to the show, Vintage versus Modern, we find an item on eBay.com, the website. We compare its vintage to its modern counterpart, uh, inspect the value, and then ask each other which one has more value. So the uh, we started off with some Randy Savage stuff with me, and then we got into Randy Savage uh, playing baseball. So this is kind of further down that chain, and this is just a baseball question. Okay, I thought we were just moving through different phases of Randy Savage's life, and you're like, that would be cool. These are about the college years of Randy Savage. The Elizabeth uh, years. Good, because mine are not connected to anything in any way, shape, or form. Perfect. I went totally random. Perfect. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm glad to you. You can hit me with a little bit of baseball. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this one first. So if you do get this one right, that will be three points. So I could only tie. Uh, so I was looking at different baseball gloves because ba- the value of baseball gloves is um, wildly um, out of control because some players uh, their baseball glove. It, it goes for a lot of money based on the glove itself and not their signature. And then other people, their signature makes the glove. So it's a whole it's a whole thing. That's understandable to some degree. I mean, there's sure. a lot of baseball players. So I have a vintage gl- glove. And when I was looking at gloves, these are all associated with the Boston Red Sox for whatever reason. Ooh. So uh, vintage baseball glove, Rico Petrelli, Boston Red Sox, 1971. Or that could even be Petroselli. That's actually it. Rico Petroselli, vintage baseball glove, Boston Red Sox, 1971. Petroselli, 1971. Versus the modern, which is actually a little bit older still, but it's from 2007. It's modern era. Boston Red Sox, 2007 World Series, Danbury, mint, porcelain, full-size glove. So it's actually a replica of a glove of someone's straight up glove. Okay, but the uh, the vintage is like a real, glove, glove, an actual yes glove, and is it signed by Rico? Uh no, Mm-mm. or it's just worn by Rico. Uh yes, and then the the modern, um, the Danbury mitt is a like a yeah, it's a porcelain rec- replica that is signed. I know a little bit about the Danbury mint or Danbury mint. We now know. Uh, they like they sell those things in like the flyers, you know those Tuesday flyers you get. Okay. With like the oh okay, okay. yeah like the the Danbury mint. You the, just pull it out. If you've seen the WWF Steins, mm-hmm. those are Danbury mint. Um, to I did relate not them know that. To your wheelhouse, yeah. Ew. But Danbury mint does those things, and um, I don't have nice things, so I can't like I don't know what anything is. I think the Danbury mint stuff like they mass produce a lot of it, but it's still collectible. People like yeah. it. Um, Red Sox fans will buy anything, especially if it was the World Series that they waited so long for. But I'm going to take a flyer, and I'm going to say that Rico's glove... Rico Petroselli's glove. ...is worth more than the ceramic mitt. Um, You can, like, give that to a kid, like Mm -hmm. a, you know, like a... What is it? Bean Town, you know? like. You can grow up in Bean Town there and play uh, fucking a baseball. A glove might uh, porcelain uh, glove wouldn't be fun because you can't play with it. No, yeah, no. you just sit there and stare at it and dust it. Um, yeah. and uh, you know it's life size, but like there's a lot of signatures on there. You got to spin it around. Uh, All types of shit with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's too much work for me. Yeah, uh, other people into it, but I'm gonna go Rico's mitt. Okay, so you went vintage. Um. 
I will say that Rico's mitt is $85 plus it was 18 shipping. Okay. I wrote on the shipping for these two. Mm-hmm. The Both modern. Players. Well, usually I just put, I just, in the second question, I do, do just like put it all together. But the reason why I separated the shipping for this one, because these were both $85 pieces, both of them across the board. But the modern one, 24 shipping. So the mo- the modern had more value. Uh, it's just because it weighs more. Yep. They have the same value. It yeah, just weighs I, more. I basically had to cheat to win there. Yeah, you basically... Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> psyched me. Uh, you fucking invented rules. Yeah. Uh, I knew mm-hmm. when you meant to, when you mentioned shipping, because you yeah. never bring up shipping. Well, we always include it in the piece. It's always written in the piece, yeah. yeah. So when you singled it out, I was like, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah, really dirty scoundrel. Yeah. A really dirty, dirty play over here. Yeah, and you want to fucking bully me about bullying you. Yeah. A really, really dirty play here that uh, um, got me a point. Well, it didn't get you a point, so uh, maybe this will... Right, right. Yeah. You could get a point um, and, and you know, tie it up. Yeah, got to tie it up. Because uh, I'm assuming straight up that you're going to cheat at some point. Why, why would I cheat? <laughs> I don't... You can't cheat. Like, okay, okay. The answers are written down. You pick the answer. It's fair. So hit me with the first one. You said all they're right. all random. Yeah, these are totally, totally random. Um, but mm-hmm. you can't go anywhere now. But if you did want to go anywhere, I know that a motorcycle, a little personal mode of transportation, great way to do it. Motorcycle. This is helping people realize you don't, you can survive without taking your car everywhere. You can walk to places in your neighborhood if you need to. Yeah. You know, like minimize your your amount of travel. Well, I still drive. Grubhub secret well not secretly but still I do that but I and I passed the other day a motorcycle rental place and I didn't know that you could just straight up roll up and say like give me a bike I'm out of here yeah you well, can I guess so you can you rent like, anything yeah I mean yeah yeah you, <laughs> yeah you could rent a lot a lot of different cool stuff you, yeah you can rent anything you want um, especially on back pages but yeah these uh vintage versus modern so the vintage is a Honda CB from 1982. It's a CB750. Honda 1982. Cafe Racer modified motorcycle. Okay, so it's a modified. I'll put a little asterisk there. Modified motorcycle. That just Honda means it's not like stock. Yeah, yes, it's yeah. Not, anything, somebody's anything. put some work into it. They, they could put a sticker on it. And yeah. It's modified. Yeah. But the modern we're going with this. This is a nine. Uh, I'm sorry, a 2019 Honda Super Cub C125A, little like a uh, moped, uh, a little fancy moped, brand new. Uh, not brand new, but it was used because it's on eBay. People, I mean, I you can probably buy a brand new one, but yeah. uh, this one not not brand new, but 2019 when it sold. Uh, in March of 2020. So these are selling, sell, buying and selling motorcycles on eBay. Yeah, the uh, the vintage cafe racer just sold on the 12th. Okay. So these are recent sales. So vintage versus modern motorcycles, and we we have a mutual friend Bryce Katzman who's been on the show before, but it's been a while. But he used to be on semi often. 
Um, but uh, he was a person who owned a motorcycle, and neither of us really knew that he owned a motorcycle until he sold it. He said to me, he's like, I sold my motorcycle, and I was like, you, you owned a, a motorcycle? motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go – I'm actually going to go with the – I'm, I'm going to shy away from the 1982 Honda. Um, I'm going to say the modern. I'm going to go the modern motorcycle for vintage versus modern. I'm going modern. <laughs> Going modern with the little Super Cub. The Super Cub, yeah, for you, sure. You are super wrong. Damn it, so I can't win. I really tried to set you up for that one. Um, I thought you would really like... I didn't win, again. There's a, there's another question. I mean, I, I, can't, I, can only, I can't. I only have one point left to win. Yeah, you can get the next one. I can, sure. And I can get the next one wrong. You can tie. Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Don't you have two points? Yeah, I have two points. Well, I only ha- oh, I see. I One's one less than two. Okay, yeah. got it. Wait. Uh, yeah, because I got one wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. fucking math is hard, man. I, yeah. I, I stopped work earlier. <laughs> we need Max to wake up and keep score at least. But. Uh, so uh, so this uh, particular item up next is not connected in any way to those, but as we started out the show, we, we learned about Goofish and the rarity of the Goofish figure thanks to Discord and the Power Rangers series. So this is actually because uh, Goofish is a, a villain, and this is actually a Power Ranger villain. So vintage versus modern Power Ranger villains, and the the vintage is a vintage Bandai 1994 Power Rangers villain Pexter, animal bird action figure. Pexter. And now Pexter, I actually had this as a kid. Pexter is a humanoid bird who's muscular and yellow and has blue feathers and wings. And um, it's uh, roughly like, I'd say about five five inches tall, five to six in I there. I don't remember a lot of the monster toys. I only had the Power Ranger figures themselves. Right, yeah. Um, so that was uh, that was the Pexter from 1994 vintage. The modern is um, uh, Ripper Rat is is this villain's name and Power Rangers Ninja Steel vil- villain Ripper Rat Bandai rare new. So it's brand new and it's rare. Uh, Power Rangers. Ninja Steel Villain, Ripper Rat, that's the modern, against the vintage again, which is the vintage Bandai 1994 Power Rangers Villain, Pexter, animal bird action figure. Man, a lot of those are just words. Sure. Like. Just a bunch of garbage. Ninja Steel, rare. I know Bandai is a toy company, but like, I don't know if Ninja Steel is a part of the character or the product. Is it made out of steel? Uh, no, it's not made out of steel. It's just like a with like steel on it. Yeah. Uh, ah. Are these mint on card? Uh, or um, I assume the the no. vintage is loose. The vintage is loose. The modern is I wouldn't say mint on card, but on card. Okay. On on card, um, but the vintage is not. It's a loose figure. Okay. Um, man. I have no frame of reference for Power Ranger money. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the Power Ranger collectible market, because there were so many Power Rangers, and, like, yeah. I don't know what it's like now. Right before the pandemic, I sold a bunch of Power Ranger stuff. Like, a bunch. Like, that that big, that all that Power Ranger stuff that I had in my room and all that box stuff that was mine as a kid, um, I still have a good bit of it, but I sold, like, half of it. To, to pay some 
bills that I have all to paid. one person. Uh, yeah, all to one person. That I can get down with. Like, yeah, I I love when people go out and they support their collections with yeah. like the things that they loved in some way. And like mm-hmm. that's the thing is like I watched Power Rangers for a short period of time. I moved on. I only had those couple toys, so I don't know what that market is like. Yeah. So. I'm just going to take a shot, uh, and I'm going to go with Pexter mm-hmm. uh, being worth just a little bit more money. I'm still going to ride that vintage train. Um, I think those other words are to just throw you off the trail. Um, so the vintage Bandai Pexter 1994 Power Rangers villain, um, 11 bucks. So that's the vintage. So uh, how you feeling about your modern pick? Uh, I could go either way still. Nine ninety nine. You do this thing where you pick them real close all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the last one. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I gave you a $2,000 margin there because I thought I'd give you a little softball for the vintage, and you still picked the moped. Still messed it up. Um, so the modern is actually the correct answer. The modern is twenty six ninety five, and that's a Power Rangers Ninja Steel Villain Ripper Rat Bandai Rare New. twenty six ninety five. The vintage was 11 bucks, so that's nothing. Well, that's nothing. I thought maybe Pexter had been discontinued because he had like a you know like some other phallic thing other than a name. His peck did, or... When your peck doesn't peck, oh. when your peck doesn't peck, and then you get defeated by uh, whatever her, was that's a uh, Rita yeah. Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. Yeah. yeah, she's. I don't think she's around for no uh, the Ninja Steel Rat. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> so. Ripper Rat. That wasn't her product she didn't uh, produce that see, i never took time to focus on the monsters because my ninja turtles uh like villains are yeah. the guys that i used as the villains to fight my power rangers mm-hmm. so there was like just like that crossover because i had like tons of the ninja turtles weird villains yeah so they fit uh but cool 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 it's so long as the same size yeah so mm-hmm. uh unfortunately damn i thought i had a chance but i still am gonna blow this you gotta think well, if you do blow it, you can drink away all your sadness uh, okay. or just drink for fun because mm-hmm. uh talked about Cinco de Mayo coming up. We're Cinco de Mayo is coming up. It is, uh, what is it? Is it, uh, We're recording on April uh, 15th. So yeah, so it's going to be away. like a week and a half, two weeks away uh, by the yep. time this airs out. But you've got time that by then to go out, get your thrifty stuff for it, plan yep. your at-home party. Everybody's at-home boozing. I'm last call Larkin, so I want to help plan out the Cinco de Mayo, and we're going vintage versus modern for margarita glasses. Margarita glasses, and I'll tell you what. Now that you are talking about that, we should do something in the in the thrifty Discord on that day for no reason. Just it's do a it. Tuesday, yeah, uh, and I don't drink anymore, but we mm-hmm. can do whatever you want. Cool. Okay, we'll table it. Um, so if you're in the Discord or want to jump in the Discord and just want to just do something for fun just because we're all sitting at home and we're all probably tired of jerking off at this point. Um. <laughs> it's still April, buddy. <laughs> all uh, right, so uh, hit me hit me with your margarita glasses. Yeah, so we're going vintage with these rare vintage Chi-Chi's Mexican restaurant margarita stemmed glasses Ooh. set of three. I've got fond memories of Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's did their best to start a pandemic, but did not quite succeed and just went out of business. Yeah, yeah. 
I was about to tell a gruesome story, but I remember it was Don Pablo's. It wasn't Chi-Chi's. Oh, I got a gruesome story. It's not appropriate for air about yeah. Don Pablo's. Oh, okay. Sick. Because I'm looking for that off-air Don Pablo's talk, because this is a dark Don Pablo story. This is this dark. Is, this one's probably <laughs> just like, it's not dark, but it's just gross. Maybe I'll put it in the Discord, but you're probably going to disapprove of me telling anybody other than you. Okay. Um. Awesome. Anyway. Go on. All right. So, <laughs> Chi-Chi's vintage. Yeah. So, yeah, some vintage fucking Chi-Chi's mugs. Yeah. Three mugs uh, from Chi-Chi's. I don't know if they were stolen, uh, but they have the Chi-Chi's logo on them. So, I don't know if you buy them or what. Yeah. Um, but the modern are collectible margarita glasses with a green stem and have a southwestern embossed design. Also, a set of three. Oh. Well, glass doesn't age well value wise because we come across stuff when we're out there where they're just like take it it's glass we don't want it no one wants glass so i think that depends on the glass you know like there's that uh that colored glass yeah all Um, different kinds yeah and like coke bottles and shit like that collectible glass but coke bottles are not like I don't mean like empty. Co- I mean yes, like you know yes, like a, yes, old. Yeah, old, old, yeah. old. Yeah, mm, like you find at the bottle dump. Yeah, not stuff. like a fucking five cent grandpa's you know recycling bin. Coke on the bottle. real, I watch some bottle dump videos sometimes on YouTube. Pretty cool. Why not? I used to collect cans of bottles as a kid because we lived in Michigan. You can make a fortune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I just realized that I was itching my facial hair for minutes. Hope it didn't pick up in the mic. Sorry if it did. Yeah. Can't cut it out. We said too much. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we went over a lot of stuff, itchy boy. So I will. Um, these are these are. This is a good one. Yeah. So you got three uh, margarita glasses that are glass from Chi-Chi's, and three modern ones with a southwestern embossed design that are just your you know fancy margarita glasses. I don't know what fancy is. With a margarita glass. I'm going to go modern, I think. I'm going to go modern on this one. And I'm just kind of stick to my gut. And my gut said that uh, there's a, it. sure, there are some items of glass that do uh, have a value and a greater value as time goes on. But you're just your cups, your, your glasses. I don't know. I don't see it. So I'm going to go modern. I'm going to go modern on this one. So the modern set of three uh, green stem southwestern design mm-hmm. on this went for twenty nine dollars. Okay. And, yeah, and changed. so the modern's twenty nine dollars. So what are my what's my my chances are it has to be above twenty nine dollars for me to be wrong. All right, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm confident. Modern, twenty nine yeah, bucks. You're good. Well, you can't change it now, anyways. I already gave you. No, but I'm it. saying that number seems good. I'll, t- I'll keep it. <laughs> you're just reaffirming it yeah. for the mountain. I'll keep it modern. Uh, yeah. So the Chi-Chi's, surprisingly, a lot of margarita mugs from Chi-Chi's out there on eBay. These ones only twenty five dollars and ninety cents. Yikes. Okay, so I did win. You won well, there. Yeah, they're. I about, got it right. I didn't they're, win. They're about a dollar more a mug for the new ones. Well, so. I'll take a tie. I'll, as I've always said, I will take a tie. You proudly. had the good comeback. That was like you know, yeah. Rocky won. 
yeah, I, I don't mind a tie. Like, if I'm doing stuff and we tie, that's fine. We're both happy. Nobody's truly happy, but who is truly happy? Don't matter. No, I mean, you can be truly happy in moments, but, like, when you go, like, oh, my life sucks, you can't look at your life as the whole thing. You have yeah. to look at it compartmentalized. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine with a tie, with my yeah. friend with a tie. That's um, good. That's We we do things even. Mm-hmm. And it's been a good night. I got a, a surprise gift. Um the the Tommy Dreamer signed ECW heatwave tape. Yeah, uh, a reason to talk to Tommy Dreamer, who is still married to maybe my favorite childhood crush, Beulah. That's correct, and uh, they both were a pair in in ECW. The true wrestling love story. And I want to uh, give a shout out to uh, Steve Bears of Bluffs, bluffs.bandcamp.com. Alternate reality, the theme to our show for many reasons. They have a new album out now. Please go to bluffs.bandcamp.com. Um, if you've, I'm sure you've heard alternate reality and everybody put over Steve's work on this show. So definitely check them out. Um, support uh, local artists and also support local business. Uh, for our sponsor, Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. Right now, if you order 50 t-shirts, you get 12 for free with promo code thrifty or thrifty podcast. And I have seen on social media, as I said before, that uh, they are delivering door-to-door some items. So if you do have a t-shirt order, I don't quote me on this, but I think there's an opportunity for you to have them delivered to your door. But please, if ever, do it now. CWPress.com. Use promo code THRIFTY. 50 shirts. uh, 12 shirts for free. Okay. So that was the episode. Good night. We tied. Um... Two, two and two, but I still have. I, I. It's been weeks since I've won. Well, I. It's not about winning. It's about the fun you have while quarantined, because you're gonna have more opportunities. Because unfortunately, we're gonna keep oopsing. Uh, so we'll just keep oopsing along the way. Oops! You gotta get roached.